They were the unpretentious university ones, when I belonged to different teaching fraternities back then in South Africa. Triangular toasted sandwiches, cheese and sweet corn, chicken and mayo, steak and chips, with a smattering of mixed salad, alternatively a tub of hot mutton biryani. Not protracted or wildly gastronomic, but pleasant all the same, and purposeful instrumenting professional relationships. Then there were the end of year buffets, where the offerings would be more inspired and include cocktails and starters and trifle and ice cream for dessert. After that came the sophistication of French know-how. While I worked at Nice University, we did everything from club sandwiches between two deadlines to dish of the day in the nearby bistro to sumptuous restaurant fare offered by private sponsors. The latter was often the case when I worked with the wonderful Professor Dalbera on a project called Alcanom. Annual meetings were held in Monaco by the Académie des Langues Dialectales under the patronage of an ambassador in Monaco. And we would lunch in a waterfront setting and be served delicious local fare such as tomato pasteladier, fresh fish, mesclin and goat cheese, nougat ice cream with raspberry sauce, with a selection of suitable wines of course. I loved my time at the Université de Nice and have delectable memories of the end of term dinners my boss and friend Pierre Lou would dream up when we all worked together in the IT department. The first one took place at sundown in the yacht club in Villefranche. Absolutely romantic, inflamed sky as we sat on that wonderful terrace that overlooked the sea and sipped champagne and ate John Dory fish. Pierre Lou drove my husband and me there in his lovely old open top Peugeot. It stopped dead halfway on the Basse Corniche and I got out in my little black dress high heels and long bearded earrings matching the gemstone dress buttons, in case that's useful to know. The second dinner was authentic niçois. Pierre-Clou reserved a table for 20 at La Mère Barral, alias Chez Hélène, a famed figure of niçois cuisine, and the meal was a delight. That must have been 1994, but I can still taste the ravioli and the veal cooked in olive oil and red peppers. The old lady would skin like a creased peach, supervised everything, and lamented the lack of taste of today's apples. It seemed that in her day, a lightly sugar-sprinkled apple baked in the oven was sublime. She advised us to try with peaches today to replicate the experience. She complimented me on my Indian-born looks, and I told her how beautiful she was. My colleague Eric guffawed at us both. The third meal was a lunch. Out in the country in a village called Bendejean, the venue was a farmhouse and the offerings were wholesome. Plates of antipasti to start, grain-fed chicken cooked in cream or pork civet mains to choose between, fresh goat milk cheeses and furnace-baked strawberry tarts. And that was really the last meal because after that I started working on another project, this time with Professor Nicolai on web development. That year, we went to Vienna in the summer, and our business meals were discoveries, from indescribable cooked meats and dumplings to delicious schnitzel with, schnitzel with potatoes and lamb lettuce. The nicest dinner came at the end, when we were treated to a folksy, beer garden-style place, 
with huge platters of succulent pork ribs served with pickles and pumpernickel. But the Vienna professor didn't eat much of it, explaining that he found they generally overdid the meat thing in Austria. His wife, a Finn, didn't touch a morsel. She was, to all intents and purposes, a pure vegetarian. All of the above had the intangible glow of academia and reason. After that, I joined the business world with its extreme indulgence and sophisticated fare. Business as an enterprise and lunch guests involving clients or business partners. Black ink risotto in Monaco, pasta and prosciutto in Milan, seafood platters and Catalonia custard in Barcelona, crab cakes and chowder in San Francisco, fried red mullet and jacket potato chips washed down with bitter shandies on the Thames plate after plate of Asia-inspired Buddha bar, or Benke in Paris, but also Petrosian, Phuket, and Le Maris, blackfish tackles in Austin, sparrows, cream cakes and beer in Utrecht, outrageously expensive world-imported treats in Copenhagen, but also traditional Christmas fare. My word, can I do it all again, please? <laughs>